Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. Oh, I'm did Kelly. I, did I get you? Did I get you guys? Did you think I was Andrew? <laughs> you got me. I kind of think, I guess I assumed if you were going to do a bit, you would have warned me, and then you just went no. into the bit. You literally never warn me when you do bits. Like... What did you think was going to happen? I guess. I just wasn't ready. Well, I had a bit in mind. You got to get ready, son. I was going to say, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Gassy and Andrew. Gassy? Because, because you're gassy today. And the audience no, is going to hear that. The audience I'm... will hear that. Oh. Uh, at some point, Kelly will have gas. No. That's not even true anymore. What do you mean anymore? <laughs> I'm not gassy. <laughs> anymore? Anymore. Uh, now give me some ice cream and a big cheeseburger and we might have a different conversation. <laughs> I think we're good. I think maybe we can not do that. I think okay. that's okay. Uh, oh. Before we started for like the 10 minutes we were chatting, there was just this grinding sound from Kelly's roof and it <laughs> sounded like toots. You kind of make it sound like like the sound was unnatural, like it wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> like there was this terrible grinding noise. <laughs> like your car, and yeah. you like turn it on, it makes a noise it's not supposed to. But like you turn your house on, and it makes the wrong sound. Yeah. <laughs> and then you nervously take your car to the shop, and you're like, I can't. It's not making the sound now. My car, my house isn't making the sound anymore. That's me and my big fucked up house. <laughs> oh no. Oh. I totally <laughs> forgot we were recording. <laughs> it's staying in. No way. No. You this, can cut that out. No, nah, this show is M-rated. I did not mean <laughs> to say that. I was honestly, <laughs> like, was... I completely forgot that we were recording. I thought we were just chatting. That's we, crazy. You I'm did sorry. an opening bit and everything. <laughs> no. What's wrong with me? I haven't talked to anyone, like, all day, so... I think I'm just, like, socially stunted right now. You had all those swears built up that you had to drop on air. I guess I did. All of our toddlers are going to be crazy. (laughs) They're going to go nuts. The FCC is going to sue me. (laughs) I was about to swear again just then and there. I was about to say another swear word. You can. I have to check the swear box on our upload now. You have permission. Do you want to say another one? Uh, No. Go ahead. I I was going to say the FCC is going to get my ass. Oh, that's a mild one. That you don't need the box for that one. Really? Yeah, you need the box for for the S and the F one. Wow, who would say that? You. Who would say that on a video game podcast? Probably the majority of video game podcasts actually. Not I had me to guess. though. But there's other words we're not allowed to say, but we are when we have the checkbox. Right. Like not swear. It's weird. The swears, I feel like are they should be worse, right? Because they're swears, right? You know, like the f word that Kelly said earlier. What? I don't know what but you're talking about. There's other words that like, well, like, are we allowed to say like, cuck? Um, probably. Are we? What else are we? Are we allowed to say like? I don't know. What words are we allowed to say, Kelly? You should say some of them, too. I would assume we can say, like, damn. Well, yeah, that's below. I feel like it goes H-D-A, 
S F as far as swears, right? Uh, yeah. Do you want to tell the audience what those words are? What those letters stand for? It can um H yes. D A S F. H Hell D Damn. What was the third one? A. A S. I think Yeah, that sounds right. And then uh, S. S shit. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Is fuck worse or is motherfuck worse? Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. Because because PG thirteen movies are allotted one f bomb. I don't think you can say mf Mother? in a PG thirteen oh. movie. Okay. And there's so probably a word that's worse than that, but I won't say that on air. What word? It, it starts oh. with a C. Oh yeah, but I feel like that's like out. That's like that weird pseudo swear territory. Yeah, because it's kind of like. It's not really a swear if you're at, like, a ballroom. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, if it's, like, British? No. I oh. mean, like, <laughs> like it's used very frequently in drag culture. Oh, 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 oh. oh when you said uh, ballroom, ballroom, I imagined, like, okay. Right. And Australian people say it very frequently. Sometimes oh, with affection. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of, oh, I missed the B word. That's, like. Oh, bitch. Yes, that's above. Oh, bitch! Right, right. <laughs> that's right, above right. A, but below S, right? Would you say? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Who ranks them, and why do we all know the rankings? Because some words, okay. Here's how I think of it. Okay? okay, some words have dual meaning, like hell, damn, piss is kind of a bad word, but it's well. Not if really. I can say it, I feel like it's not a real swear because I don't swear. But right. I well, I'll say hell if I'm talking about the place. Right. But if I'm saying what the heck, well, think about it. Switches. It. Yeah. Ass is a donkey. Bitch is a dog. So these are words that, that aren't always swear words. But like shit and fuck are always swear words. You know what I mean? There's yeah. never a situation where they're like, this is my cat. Her name's shit. You know? Like, <laughs> it's not just like a word that you can use in different situations. I am sure somebody has done exactly what you just described. Yeah, you're probably right. Do you feel like we should do the podcast? <laughs> well, this is the best opening we've ever had. I feel like I don't want to be judged for the words that I'm saying. You've said a lot of words. <laughs> well, I've said less. Uh, I've said more questionable things without swearing on this podcast. So, yeah, I what was the one thing I said cuck on here by accident once? And it wasn't even like calling somebody a cuck. I like just said it. Yeah. I said like Mario Cuck or something instead of Mario Kart. Right. Wow. Sorry to bore you. That's all right. Kelly's gassy and yawny. That's true. Has Andrew even looked at my screen in the past five minutes? Yeah, I've been watching. Kelly, this whole time while swearing, has been that cat filter. Sorry. It's really hard to resist. Once I see it, it's like. It's there. It's, this is who I am for the next, you know, hour and a half. Well, let's uh, effing go. Whoa. Can you say it? Because I can't say Let's it. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I was I meant in the Mario voice. Oh. No. I'm not Crisp Rat. <laughs> oh. I'm not Crisp Rat. Uh well you're also not Charles Martinet, and nobody is Charles Martinet. Um but Charles Martinet. Voice of Mario, Charles Martinet, is a done. He uh, is no longer going to be Mario moving forward. 
this includes in the games that are upcoming. So in like Mario Wonder and the new WarioWare, Mr. Martinet will not be reprising that role. And he is now pivoting to be the ambassador of Mario. Don't know what that means. Uh, probably just means he'll be at conventions and uh, and he'll probably like make appearances on Nintendo things. He's supposed to release a video with uh, Miyamoto soon. I don't know what they'll do. They'll probably just hang out and Miyamoto will be like, Hi, Charles, son. Uh, wahoo. And he'll go like, It's me! Uh, Wario! Oh, Luigi! Oh, my Luigi was bad. Yeah, it wasn't great, but I wasn't going to say it, so I'm glad you did. So, anyway. I think this also probably just means that he can still make money off of Mario stuff and like do Mario stuff, but not have to voice Mario in the games. Yeah, I mean... Like you were saying. I wonder how long the sessions are for each game, because, like, he don't say a lot. Right, <laughs> right. It's like, he has like a, a lot of grunts, hour, but, yeah. It's probably like a two-hour endeavor for, you know, once every how many years, you know? Probably once a year if you include, like, spinoffs. I bet they bring him in just annually, and they're like, okay, we're doing a recording for, like, Mario Tennis and Mario, uh, uh, Mario Party, you know? Anyway, I'll miss him. Kelly will miss him. My cat I, will miss him. My cat will miss him as well. Your cat is a... Okay. Well, I didn't know we both had Charles fanned cats. Yeah. My cat's in the room right now. She's adding extra padding, so the sound yeah. is good, right? Yeah. Mine's here too, and uh, I hope, like last week, he knows when the podcast is about to be over and wakes up and meows into the microphone again. <laughs> Hey, are you going to buy him the PS Portal yeah, for $200? He, he asked for it for Christmas, so. Wow, classic Ven. He loves playing. He loves cloud gaming on a portable device, but he needs to be hooked up to Wi-Fi. Did you know that? Yeah, portable within your home. Right, right, right. Right. Uh, some uh, people call it the Wii U gamepad. The Wii U gamepad is what it is. Right, right. But less functional. Right. And also, if you wanted to get him some earbud- earbuds for it. That are also $200. <laughs> uh, he would probably need those because he's a cat. How and, much are uh, AirPods? Earbuds? AirPods. AirPods are like 150 Why are PlayStations cheap. more expensive? Because I don't I It's Sony. I don't know. Something funky's going on over there. Why are They're, they the same price as the system? Something funky's cooking over there. I don't know what's going on at Sony, but things just have not been good. I am not a fan of that. I mean, okay. If it was 200 bucks and you could like somehow locally download games, holy crap, that's cool. Right. But I don't know how that would work cuz then you'd have to cram a whole PlayStation 5 in there. So, yeah, I guess then it would be probably 750 bucks. Yeah, it just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense as a platform. No, I don't get it. I guess ah I don't think this is going to succeed. And if it fails, they released PSVR 2 and the PS Portal this year. If both of them fl- flop, come on, Jim. And Mr. they will Ryan. be flopping. They will yeah. be flopping. Yeah. I mean, they'll still be super rich because a new Call of Duty will come out, but they'll be flopping nonetheless. The floppery will be at an all-time high. I'll, lots of floppering. Uh, just like Baldur's Gate would have done. 
because it wasn't coming out on Xbox. I'm not saying it would have flopped if it didn't hit Xbox. I'm saying the reason it wasn't coming to Xbox was because local multiplayer could not run on the Xbox Series S. And Xbox has a strict policy that there must be the same features on whatever... If you release a game on Series X, it must have all of the same features on Series S. So Larian was like, well, we can't do Baldur's Gate 3 on Xbox then, because we can't make that work. It's going to take we don't know how long. Well, Larian has broken new ground. They made an agreement with Xbox, with Mr. Spencer, Phil himself. They said that they had a meeting with him, not just Xbox, and... It's coming to Xbox later this year without local multiplayer on Series S. Obviously, this is cool for Baldur's Gate people who want to play it on Xbox. I think it's bigger for the video game industry as a whole because this generation was kind of being held back by the Series S's limitations because, you know, that fact that you had to make the features work on both means that developers who wanted their games on everything had less capability on this generation. Now that they don't have to worry about that, maybe some really cool advancements can happen, you know, on games that aren't just PlayStation 5 exclusive. Yeah. Good for good for Larian, good for video games. Yeah. I would agree. I'm ex- I'm I I I uh I'm excited for like you were saying the people who wanted to play this game who probably were not going to be able to otherwise. Um I think this is a great game as we know i won't talk about it anymore because i've talked about it a lot um and i think that it will be it's sort of an experience to be done firsthand so i it's it's good that people will be able to like instead of just watching it or reading about it it's good that people will be able to actually play it who otherwise wouldn't be able to so an experience yeah a bit of an experience um You know, we were talking about uh, uh, Call of Duty earlier. We were also talking about Xbox <laughs> in the last story. I know, but what if I did a transition, but it was roundabout and confusing and didn't make any sense and made people mad? Doesn't that sound better than doing a transition that makes sense? You know, if I swore, I would do it right now. <laughs> um, so Microsoft has announced that it is selling the Activision cloud gaming rights not activision uh the cloud gaming rights to ubisoft in order to make this deal happen in the united kingdom because we know that it's already the wheels of progress are chugging along here in the united states but across the pond things have been held up quite a bit um so to try and uh ameliorate the situation and perhaps find a loop in the hole uh, that is Microsoft's solution, is to sell its cloud gaming rights, everybody's favorite thing in the world, cloud gaming, to Ubisoft. To you know, Ubisoft, a very yeah. interesting company to sell those to. That's why it's weird to me, because I'm like, Ubisoft? Like, that's a huge company. Like, that's not, I don't know. I don't know what the other option would be. Like, what, put it into the ether? Just be like, anybody can have it if you're fast enough. Right. It's like they have to sell it, I guess. But, like, also, I don't think that Activision, I'm sure they have plenty of, like, R&D money that they spent in cloud gaming that's behind the scenes. But, like, 
we don't really hear about Activision being involved with cloud gaming, nor do we hear about Ubisoft being involved with cloud gaming. So it just feels weird to me because I know that the UK was like, we're concerned because we think that Xbox is going to have a monopoly on cloud gaming. And I'm like, that's what you're worried about? The cloud yeah. game, the thing that doesn't really work very well? Yeah, I think cloud gaming is one of those things that maybe people who aren't necessarily in the industry understand super well. They don't understand the perception of it because the cloud works in like many other professions and industries and situations and it's kind of the wave of the future um the internet they probably saw it as like a netflix buying like hulu situation or something and it's like yeah. well that that's not fair because it's two of the biggest like streaming things well same thing with games and it's like yeah but streaming with games is not so easy it's right. so much more to deal with you know my thing is is like so they give it to Boobisoft. Sorry. No, you're allowed to say that today. Um, what happens if I mean, is 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 Ubisoft really do in a position right now where they can like be like, yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Because Flush what if cash. they? Because what have they got going on right now? A game that has Skull not seen balls. the light of day in twenty years, Skull and and, and a forty dollar Assassin's Creed game that. Skull and balls. That is. That was the first game I was referring to, Andrew. If you paid attention when women spoke, maybe you <laughs> would know that. Speaking of men who don't pay attention when women speak, uh, Jeff Keighley hosted Opening Night Live. Um, it had more women. so Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well. Me. That was the whole narrative of what you call, uh, what was his last thing? Summer Games Fest is that there were no women. Um, there were a couple at opening night live. Um, one of them, one of the people involved who was not a woman, uh, was a man, uh, with a beard mm -hmm. and hair. Uh, not Jeff Keighley though. A man who, uh, I don't know the name of, I don't want to know his name, rushed the stage while Jeff was talking about Starfield and how he was playing it and was excited, and some man runs on stage, I recommend watching the video, and starts yelling at him into the microphone that Bill Clinton wants to play GTA 6. Um, one, that's so unoriginal. Come on. Why bring up Bill Clinton again? Uh, two, it was very uncomfortable because security was very slow and Jeff was kind of just walking in circles while this guy walked with him for like 20, 30 seconds. And then Jeff just said disappointing a lot. Um, yeah. It's, and I, I, it I can, think he's very lucky. It, it cannot be, it cannot be overstated how stupid and unfunny <laughs> this shit is. I'm sorry. It's so not funny. And it's like, you think that you're having this like big moment where you're like, I'm going to go up on stage and it's going to be so funny because that's what happened at the Game Awards or that's what happened at Summer Games Fest. And now I'm going to do that too and they're going to love it. Everybody's going to love me and they're going to laugh and they're going to remember me forever. And it's like when in reality you get up on stage, you say something that's not funny, you look like a jackass, and then you're like, uh, 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 Bill Clinton. 
And not only are you shamed by Jeff Keeley, which like <laughs> that would be enough for me. Lock me up and throw away the key. But you're also shamed on the internet forever. Yeah. Like it's so humiliating. I think these people have some sort of humiliation thing. Like they like to be humiliated. It gives them gratification in ways that I will not get into on this M-rated podcast today. You're allowed to say that word kink because it's M-rated. I just was, I laughed after it was over. But this is, uh, twice this has happened in a year. Why is security not ramped up immensely? Like, this guy could have hit Jeff Keighley in the face this man yeah. could have tried to assault or kill Jeff Keighley on stage live. The guy who was on stage at the Game Awards could have killed Hidetake Miyazaki if he really wanted to. Why is there not incredible security at these things, especially after it happened once? I'm sure because Todd Howard came on stage right after this. He was probably, like, weary. Like, do I still want to go out on stage? And I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if a lot fewer directors and producers were willing to be on stage because there was a legitimate risk to their safety, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I'm i of a mind that I'm sure these events have, like, metal detectors and stuff because we live in America. But you're right. There is still the opportunity for all sorts of scary trauma Hap- that could happen if in you, violence. If you punch a person in the face hard enough, they might die. Like That's true. Obviously that happened you to can't... me, actually. That's what happened to you? Yeah, I got punched in the face. Somebody used their cyber arms. Uh, uh, and they punched me in the face, and then I died. That's really sad. Did you know? Do you see what I'm doing here, Andrew? Because our next news story, believe it or not, is about cyberpunk Phantom Liberty, which is coming out in like a month, a little bit less. Uh, But fear not, people who don't want to buy DLC or the expansion pack, because you will still get the big 2.0 update that CD Projekt Red has uh, detailed um, for cyberpunk. So they've added a ton of new features. Um, Perks have been revamped. A lot of AI stuff has been revamped, like the police AI, which I'm going to keep it real with you guys. I didn't really care about that stuff originally anyway. It's not really a, it's not really like you're playing GTA. You're playing like a role-playing game with a story. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, that's neither here nor there. Um so yeah, this is coming when Phantom... Uh, I actually think the 2.0 update is coming out earlier than Phantom Liberty. And then Phantom Liberty is coming out on, uh, what, the 23rd? Uh, I thought it was the 29th, but you might be right. I don't remember. I know uh, it was the, the tw- uh, They both come out on the 26th. It was right in the middle of when we said. They're both, oh, okay. But they, they, they're not doing it early. They're doing it the same day. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was under the impression they were doing it early. That would be a good marketing idea. <sighs> Yeah. There's going to be, like, new story content, like a new place that you can go, um, new new gigs and stuff. Uh, they're saying there's, like, dynamic events, like Radiant, you know, like in Skyrim, how you could just do quests forever, but they were, like, dumb. Yeah. 
this this does not like that doesn't really that's not a draw for me that's kind of like i'd rather have like good story content that makes sense in the context of the story and it's not just me like running around night city like delivering mail to people uh but i know that's a draw for some people is when they buy a game for 60 or 70 dollars and then they spend like i don't know 30 more dollars on it uh they want to be able to play the game for a long time so if yeah, but those your... people are wrong. They are wrong. Aren't they? <laughs> They're I stupid. Just, no, you're right. If it's an RPG especially, there should be a lot of heavily written and curated content. Infinite content is not important. Yeah. Though I am shocked that people are still very critical of this title. It's been three years now. You either don't care anymore or you've played it and you find that a lot of the problems have been solved by now. Or yeah, people, get a hobby. Or you're just a hater. But that's me speaking, and I'm not a hater. I'm a lover. I love this game. I love Cyberpunk. I loved it when I played it on my PlayStation 4. <laughs> God. Um, so I'm biased, so don't listen to me. You know who else is a lover? I'm not sure I do. Uh, but you S- go ahead and tell me anyway. Sonic the Hedgehog one of the most prolific lovers pro lovers of gaming um he is he's back he is coming to your PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch I'm not going to list all the consoles <laughs> Sonic Frontiers is getting a new update on September 28th clearly trying to compete with Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty um we got a cinematic teaser at Gamescom, which I thought was a little weird because it's out in a month. I don't know why they wouldn't have shown it, but we just saw Supersonic, uh, Big New Boss, and the fact that you were going to play as Tails, Amy, and Knuckles was teased a little more. Although, again, it's a month away. Weird that they didn't show that. I'm also concerned because the game came out in November. DLC's coming out in September. I think it's it would have needed a lot more work than that to be really impressive. But hey, it's free free so if you paid for the game already you're done you got it um and if you want more sonic content during a new trailer for sonic superstars we got a confirmation of an october 17th release day uh i still don't think that this game looks great i think it looks better than it did but still kind of not that good yeah do you disagree no I think okay. you are correct. It looks a little bit busy on the eyes. And it just kind of looks cheap to me. Like, especially they showed, like, this weird multiplayer mode. And it was, like, yeah. four-player four split screen. And the backgrounds look bad in that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like a, I'm seeing exactly what you're looking at right now. Yeah, they look, like, weirdly blurry and pre-rendered. It's just they, not a good look. They look like Garfield Racing backgrounds. Ah, Furious Racing. <laughs> Perhaps the greatest game ever made. Uh, why'd you laugh so much? Because <laughs> I was thinking of playing it, and I was laughing. Yeah. It still makes me mad that it's not called Furious Racing. Yeah. I honestly... You kind of gaslit me into believing that it was called that. It's not gaslighting if I tell that. you the truth three <laughs> seconds later. Hey. Hey. You've huh. got a big Hi. decision to make. 
I got a what? You've got a big decision to make. It's almost oh. like you're playing a super massive game. You know, the company that makes those games that are scary and also you make a lot of decisions in them? Yeah. Well, you will never believe what game they're making next. You say that like I would believe it, but I actually wouldn't have believed this. <laughs> Andrew, that is the joke. If you undermine me one more time <laughs> on this show, I swear, I swear. Uh-huh. What do you swear? You're allowed to swear now. You do swear. I am going to come to your house. Whoa. I'm going to steal then. No. I'm going to trash your shit. I'm I gonna don't care. bust the pipes that. again. So your kitchen <laughs> floor is very warm. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Uh-huh. And then I'm well, going to leave. And I'm going to take Jeff Keeley and I'm going to go. I do have a leak in my ceiling. So is that was that you? That was not me. Uh, I'm sorry that you have a leak in your ceiling. It's okay. My house is just falling apart. I don't own it, though, so who cares? Would you say it's a bit of a little nightmare? It's kind of a big nightmare, but good transition. Oh, oh. oh. Um, little Nightmares 3 was revealed at Gamescom. <gasps> uh, very exciting. Developed by Supermassive Games? Question mark? Uh, this, I didn't know this. I'm not sure we anybody knew this before this nope. trailer. Definitely uh, This was a teaser trailer, nothing crazy, um, and all we've got is that it's coming in 2024. So, I mean, great it looks, news. It looks great, but it looks very um, like little nightmares. Yeah, there's two little guys this time. Two. There were two in Little Nightmares too, as well. Oh, sorry, sorry I never played it. Well, so, there's two again. <laughs> I thought you there'd be think, three. Yeah, you would think with it being three, there would be three little guys, but. That is, that's all right. That I, is all right. Also, IGN describes this as yet another spooky yet oddly cute entry in the Darling Indie series. This is made by Bandai Namco and developed by Supermassive. <laughs> yeah. What? Who, didn't Bandai, did Bandai buy it? I thought they did it from the very beginning. I don't know. I think the first Little Nightmares was an Indie Darling. I don't think two is an Indie Darling. I think that's when it kind of blew up. Like, the game was big by that point. But I don't really know what indie games are anymore. Because I was told Stray was an indie game. Which, let's be completely real and honest with one another, it was not. I mean, it was an expensive one, yeah. Annapurna published. I mean, technically indie, because Annapurna publishes exclusively indies. But but Bandai Namco and Annapurna are different beasts. <laughs> Bandai Namco is not indie. They published Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, like Smelden Ring. P.U. Nice. When's that DLC coming out? I guess we'll never know. Oh, yeah. That wasn't at game at Gamescom. That, yeah, I guess that hasn't been anywhere. That hasn't been anywhere since, like, the Game Awards. That's weird. No, it was just a tweet, remember? Literally yeah, just that like picture. it was, like, February, right? I think so. But That's I, crazy. It's supposed to be this year, but I don't know about that one. <laughs> Maybe we'll see something at the Game Awards. That's, like, my ultimate cope at the end. But... <laughs> Everything, maybe if it's the Game Awards. Maybe we'll, everything will happen at the Game Awards. Like maybe we'll see Dragon Age at the Game Awards. Okay. That's a big cope. Yeah, that's a big cope. Uh, so, just so ahead. you know, uh, Tarjer made the first two games, and they are an independent developer that was just hired by Bandai. So it's still oh. not super an indie, but now it is not at all an indie because uh, they're not in charge of the series anymore, which must suck for them. Yeah, that's <laughs> like unfortunate. to make two quote unquote indie darlings, but then your publisher's like, "We own this. We're going to give it to a bigger studio." Yeah. So. But hey, at least I got paid. Yeah. 
it's uh quite um getting paid is kind of like a myth a myth if you uh is it a myth <laughs> you just what why are you laughing you just repeated what i said because in a weird i cannot way. help you here i don't know what to say uh black myth wukong monkey game got an extended gameplay preview um i still don't in 110 percent believe this game's real because it looks <laughs> incredible but i'm like it, there's no release window still is it coming out surely this is a money laundering scheme that we're watching unfold in front of us yeah i don't know it looks great if it does come out i'm excited it, this gameplay looks pretty real but again no release window we've known since 2020 uh we'll find that was out a weird a, year. Just... huh 2020 was a weird year you know i thought you said a good year and i was like oh. uh no, I wouldn't say that. I would not say it was a good year. Though I, I will had, like, say a good month. I think February 2020 until like the end when I got real scared was pretty good. Yeah, I will say in March 2020, I was they said don't work, we're going to pay you. But you don't have to work. So I stayed home from like March to May and I got paid and I just played video games all day and it was kind of nice. But I also gained like 20 pounds. But that was okay. Who cares? Yeah. It was COVID. We all gained weight. And then I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> COVID was a hoax. <laughs> oh it was a hoax by game publishers to get Kelly to play more. I was Alan w- Awoken. Just like Alan Wake, who woke up for a second game. Um, we got a new gameplay trailer. At Gamescom. Um, you know, that was kind of expected, I guess, because this game's coming out in October. Uh, there was some, like, live action stuff. I don't know. It was a little bit weird. It's starting to get a little bit weird, you guys. I'm just going to say that. I thought it was kind of cool because that is, like, like, Alan Wake is a writer, and he's a famous writer. He's a novelist. So it's like, okay, like, I I kind of get what you're going for here, but like the FMV style was just like, I don't know. It was, it's kind of like campy and kitschy, but I feel like they were taking it a little bit too seriously, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, it's not like night trap where it's like the FMV style is supposed to be that way for the camp of it all. I, I'm curious to see if they pull it off. Cause like, I know quantum break people kind of like, but that's kind of just like, Video game section, 23-minute episode of television. Video game section, 23-minute. Like, that's literally how it's laid out. Um, But this is supposed to more organically blend them together. So I'm curious to see. Also, go ahead. I just don't understand why they would wait so long in the marketing process to be like, you guys like live action stuff too? It's like this game's coming out in like not even two months. Well, I guess it's two months from yesterday. But it's still like, that I don't know. Uh, I would have said that earlier. I would have led with that. I would have led with that. Just start throwing that out there. Can you skip? Wait, hang on. Can you skip to second 18 of the trailer? 18. I just want to see if you get the same still frame I have. Uh, 
I don't know. What is your still frame? Is it Alan okay. Wake yelling? I'll send it to you. I have a really good still frame. Okay, cool. I'm going to text it to Kelly while we talk because I don't feel like taking a screenshot on my computer. Uh, hey, it's me, Alan Wake. I'm here to write a spooky story. But spooky things have started happening to me because I'm writing this story. There's shadow people. They stole my wife. Oh, my God. I sent it like a full minute ago, but I did appreciate you buffering <laughs> as, as though I was in the process still of sending it. I just wanted to give some people. Oh, yeah, that's what I've got, too. Yeah. Oh, does he? Okay. Why aren't you reacting more? Alan Wake looks gross in this still. Because cause it's a spooky game. Spooky things are going to happen. I just told you how spooky it was. Do you know what scares me? What scares you? Uh, high school and teenagers. The full moon. Sorry, you're gonna keep going. No, no. We got two new trailers for Persona Three Reload. Uh, one is called the Meet the S E E S trailer. Which just kind of shows off some of the cast. I didn't watch it too closely because I don't know the whole entire story of Persona 3. And I don't want to see too much. And it looked really, really, really good. We also got a hint of the uh, mass destruction battle theme from the original game. Redone. Not supremely redone, but subtle. Um, I'm excited to hear, you know, it in its full without trailer under it. Um, And then we also got a trailer that showed us the new battle theme uh, I don't know why I said that so funny. There is a new battle theme, and we got a trailer for that as well. Kelly, did you like? Did you? Are you excited? Are you excited? I'm. I'm very excited. In fact, I am more excited than I was when they first revealed this, which is quite shocking because I was very excited when they first revealed this. Um, I think that it looks really good. It sounds really good. The new voice oh, cast yeah. is great. Um, I, and I know it's hard when you are so used to what they used to sound like, um, which I am because I played three, like three times now. Um, and I think I was also excited because there's some like FES content in the game. Oh, is that what, I don't know what FES content is. Did they tease that it's kind of blended in more organically? Yeah. So there's a few different things and there's different things in portable. Like there's a social, well, I guess you would know them as confidants. Or social. Oh no, you played four. I played four. Yeah. Um. So there's like, I don't know if it's a full social link, but there was a previous character relationship that was not available to the male main character that now kind of looks like they're expanding on a little bit. Um, the cutscenes look really good. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah. I both, I think both the 3D and the 2D ones look incredible. Yes. Um, and I think that I what I enjoy, <laughs> they redesigned, so the members of C's, the main characters, they all wear like a red armband. <laughs> In mm-hmm. the original, it was like, it was smaller, so it looked a little bit like more questionable. So I'm glad that they made it bigger uh, like just for optics. Um, so I like na- Nazi-esque. Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I feel like I... I love Persona 3. I think it's the best. It's got the best story out of the more modern Personas. Um, and I 
am excited to see it sort of reimagined in this way because even in the original Persona 3, like FES, the cutscenes weren't, I mean, they were sort of, they were passable, but it was on PS2, so, you know, you can only do so much, and now it's sort of being revamped. It looks quite good. Um, I'm still holding out hope that maybe one day we'll see the female main character again, but like I said, it looks like they added some content from Portable, like certain character interactions and stuff like that so i'm I'm, excited because one of my favorite characters um is voiced by a new voice actor and his old voice actor is like a creep so i'm really glad that he can sort of be reimagined with a new voice actor who's yeah who's not a creep as far as we know yeah oh it's out february 2nd oh right 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 right, i think that's probably the highlight of the story yes february 2nd I think I, the marketing has been really cool too because um, for those who haven't played F- Full Moon, the Full Moon is very important to the story of Persona Three, and they kind of do these like Full Moon events, uh, which is pretty neat. So, is this did this also come out during a Full Moon? I didn't even realize. I'm not sure. When did this come out? Five days ago. Yeah, this technically was right outside Gamescom, but I included it because it was close enough. No. Oh. I thought they were doing like full moon stuff. Maybe it's full moon stuff leading up to the second. Maybe. Um, yeah, I'm very excited. I also thought this game was coming to Switch. I thought we knew that it was coming to Switch, but it's at least as far as we know now not. So I wonder what that the situation is with that. Um, yeah. But I'm absolutely stoked to play it. I'm thrilled that it's on Game Pass. Not that I would I would have paid for it. I mean, it's seventy bucks, which. See, that was my one point of contention. I don't think it should be $70. I think that's too much money. I'm sorry. I think 60 would be passable, especially if it is coming out on Switch. I don't think you should ever have to pay $70 for a Switch game. Um, With peace and love, and with all due respect to Mario and Zelda, $70 is too much for a game on that console. I think 60 is fine. I think a remake should aim for around 50 or 40, but I it is what it is. I'm not entirely on the same side. I think it should be market price because just looking at it, I'm like, okay, there was like some writing is probably all that came over. But like they even announced like Iha and Koga are going to be in this game, the two like light and dark abilities. And I'm like, okay, that seems like a small thing, but that means rebalancing the entire game. So and uh, I but, uh, uh, 70 might be a bit much. Maybe I think 60 probably would be the best, but I know where they're coming from. I don't think that they're completely like insane doing 70. Like if they charge 70 for like the Persona 3 portable port, that would have been insane. But they yeah. did not. They charged 20 bucks for that. So they knew like what they had. on Which their is also you insane. You think it that port been, like, should have 10? been $15? Not even. It was not that good. <laughs> oh, because they didn't do it. There was well. a lot of I mean, AI upscaling, and yeah. they didn't really change that much. They said that they like got rid of a lot of the crackle in the audio, but there's still a not. ton of crackle. So, well, but imagine maybe this because they okay? were waiting for this. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Imagine this: you pay seventy dollars for this game. You're a big fan of Persona Three. You love Persona 3 Portable, and you love the female main character and all the content that comes with her. In a couple months, they tell you you have to pay $20 more for the Femme C version of the game. 
that's imagine really... how badly that will feel except not for me because i'm also playing on game pass but also it's not going to be 20 dollar dlc it's going to be a new 70 dollar release two years later yeah uh we know their game <laughs> <laughs> we love you we love you so much. We're going to make you spend $140 on the same game, but a little bit different. What do I, you think, what do you think I, about that? I hope it doesn't happen that way. Just because like Persona 5, it's like, well, it's its own game. They can add a ton of stuff. But like this is a remake. They can't make a new version that adds a ton, right? Unless they do. Who knows? I think it already looks like they've added quite a bit. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah. But like I'm I said, stoked. that might just be recycled content from like FES and Portable. But uh, but I love to the way credit, the ca- remade. Oh so I saw my favorite character in the trailer. I got so excited. Ah, but I'm also like, real. yeah. But I'm also like, oh, we're gonna see everything that happens in this game in HD, high quality animated content. There's a lot. Um, well, especially because you played only portable, right? Which has Correct. even less animated stuff than Correct. the PS2 version. Nothing is animated in Portable except for the Tartarus exploration, which is not exciting. It is <laughs> not exciting at all. It is probably the weakest part of 3 is the gameplay loop. But maybe That'll not be... even the gameplay loop. The combat loop? I don't know how yeah, to describe that will, it. I will just say it, that will be improved. Like, I don't... The Persona team knows how to make a turn-based RPG, especially now. Like, that will be just as satisfying as 5, I'm certain. Yes. I'm hopeful that they, because each section of Tartarus is a block that you have to get through, I'm hopeful that they've improved the design so that it looks different, it feels different, and it's not so random. Like, 70 floors of nothing. Yeah. I'm I'm not looking into it too much because I kind of want to be surprised, but... You know, like, I only watched that trailer once, even though I listened to it, like, four times because the music was so good. Yeah. But I only watched it once because I'm trying to kind of go in blind. I know, like, more end game details than I wish I knew. But, yeah. you know, I'll... I I'll, want them to bring my darling daughter back to me. I don't think that's going to happen. <sighs> She's in the dancing game. Kelly, oh my what God. else could you want? She's also in Persona Q oh. for the Nintendo DS. Persona 3, Q yes. or Persona Q2? Q2. <laughs> okay. She's not even in the first one. <laughs> Poor girl. She's in the uh, she's in the stage plays. <laughs> Listen. I'm listening. Go ahead. Imagine a Persona game. Uh-huh. You boot it up. Uh-huh. Persona 6, 2030. Okay? Uh, oh, okay. And it asks you, would you like to play as a male or a female? mind-blowing women come on women are people <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> hold Whoa. on a second we're going a little far here i um, think that maybe um just an idea maybe we should like wrap wrap up this episode before you go further i think we should as well oh i didn't play anything this week I've been playing Baldi's Gate. I mean, I've been playing Final Fantasy 16, and it's kind of not amazing. It's... Oh, okay, I'll be very quick about this. The good parts of Final Fantasy 16 are, like, other level good. And there's so much fluff between the good stuff. Yeah. So, 
it's yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna push through, but like I am twenty three hours in and seventy percent of the way through the game, and I'm like, oh, I wish I was at like ninety percent, because like it feels like I'm about to hit the final act, and I'm like, there's thirty hours left, <laughs> or thir- I'm sorry, thirty percent left, which is probably ten hours, and I'm like, I don't, I want two more crazy hours, I want to see the final like conflict of royal nations, but you know, there's probably some big supernatural plot I just don't know about yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, it's pretty. Yeah, it looks. Cat just attacked Kelly. Oh my god! I think she saw a bird out the window. <laughs> <laughs> she just like bolted off the desk. I've yeah, never seen her move that, that fast in my life. Here's what I'll show Kelly mine, and she'll describe him. Okay. Well, he's in a croissant formation right now. <laughs> he's orange, with a fluffy tail, and little white spots. Um, not spots, but you know, he's got like a white patch of fur underneath his little chin and his tail um, and his belly. And he's got pointy ears. So. I wish I could have captured the audio because when I touch him while he's asleep, he goes, Burr. Oh, <laughs> I love that little cat noise. I call it burr because he yeah. goes, Burr. And I'm just all I right. have a theory that my cat is actually an alien from another planet, and here's what happened. She mm-hmm. was transported here on Earth, and she knew that to survive, she needed to be cute, so she grew fur, because sometimes when she meow- meows, she sounds like a little robot. She's like, meow, meow. <laughs> it's the voice box not working properly. Yeah, it's, like, scary. It's haunting. And sometimes it's, like, late at night, and all yeah. of a sudden you just hear, meow, meow. <laughs> That's scary. It is. Mine she... has like a demon meow, but he doesn't. He does. I haven't heard it in a very long time. The only time I hear it now is when I put him in his carrier. But it's kind of like, whoa. <laughs> and if Cats I are so funny, if I heard that while I was asleep, well, I'm a father, so I would jolt out of bed and sprint to his location. Yeah. The only time that happened while I was asleep, he locked himself in the bathroom and he was panicking. Aww. And he cut his little nose trying to get out. <gasps> Oh, my God. Okay, we have to end the episode now because now I'm feeling sad. Yeah, do you want to give, like, a a quick old swear to wrap us up since you're allowed to say that? Thank you so fucking much for listening this week. Uh, Sorry, that sounded a little bit sarcastic. It's okay. But I mean it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening this week. I hope you have an awesome week. I hope your Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are killer. Knock it out of the park. Forget about it. Uh, But fuck Monday. I hope it's the worst day of the week. Whoa. For you personally. Just Me kidding. or them? Sorry, sorry. Or both. Hurt people hurt people. Who hurt you? Me. Myself. Oh. Okay. Society. Alright, thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Ah.